Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Investment Insight brought to you by McKay Wealth Advisory. My name is Hayden Prophet. Today we have a very special guest joining us, Jonathan Burns from Nashville. Jonathan, how's everything going? I mean, they're good. Thanks good, for having good. me. Good, good. So let's say hypothetically I have four kids and they're not very good with money. They're just not very good at saving money. They're not very good with how they use it as good stewards. Right. What can I do in order to put rules upon them, their grown kids, in order to put rules upon them in regards to my state? Sure, sure, sure. It's a great, great question. Thanks again for having me here today. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we can do a lot of good, a lot of structuring, if you will, through whether it be a will or through whether it be a trust, you know, that the client puts in place to control what happens to their stuff in the past. And what we'll do is provide that whatever goes to that child or those children, okay, even if you tell me, hey, I, I trust my kid, they're smarter than me, my push to you is going to be leave those assets in a trust by default for their entire lifetime. Okay, if it's a child that we trust and that they, they can handle their own business, I'll typically suggest we let that child be their own trustee. Okay, and because it's your stuff and trust for them, even though they got complete control of this trust that's solely for them as their own trustee, that trust remains protected from creditors, bad marriage, federal estate tax. Okay, but in some instances, like you just brought up, we also need to protect the child from themselves. Okay, in those instances, we can have a, again that same type of flow, that same type of trust structure for that particular beneficiary, okay? But somebody else needs to be in charge, okay? So we need to pick somebody else to be that child's trustee, whether that be an individual that we trust or a bank or trust company, okay, that does this all day, every day, that can manage those funds um, and make sure that when the child does need distributions, right, it's following what you laid out as a plan in the trust. And so within that trust, it's really, you know, your blank canvas, okay? You can make it say whatever you want it to say as far as, you know, reasons they can get distributions for, you know, in some instances, we might provide incentives, you know, for that child to do things we want them to do, whether it be from a job performance uh, perspective or things along those lines, you know, to motivate them, okay, to, to do things we want to do and, and increase their access to the trust based on how they do. For example, I've had some instances where, you know, clients said that between the, the child and maybe that child and their spouse, you know, they could pull out a certain amount of money each year out of the trust, you know, maybe based on your know, working performance, you know, how much money they're earning outside of the trust. They could pull out a corresponding amount or maybe a percentage of that, you know, from the trust each year. Maybe it's something as straightforward as we just say, hey, here's your access, right? Here's how much you can pull out without having to reason a certain percentage, you know, each year. Uh, or again, maybe it's just for certain reasons, right? Whether it be for a new home or through for a wedding or through education for a child. You can get as specific or as broad as you want to and for what that structure can look like, while at the same time, again, provide, continuous to provide protection for the child from outside forces, but in some instances, like you mentioned, you know, protection for themselves. And I think maybe using like a trust company to be the trustee can take a little bit of the emotion out sure. of it and can be a little bit more of an, I know from my background in auditing, an independent third party. They can be a little bit independent and see things on paper more in a black and white, not as much gray with their heart as much attached to it. Is that kind of one thing that you see? hundred percent. And I would say, you know, those trust companies, you know, they have done this before, right? So they know how a trust needs to be administered and what makes sense. And it also, they can prevent what I'll call some family strife. You know, thinking about a relative or a sibling that you want to appoint as trustee that you think, right, they, they again, they're smart enough, they can handle the business, but maybe sometimes no needs to be said, right? So maybe if that beneficiary comes and asks the trustee for certain things, that maybe don't fit within what you wanted it to do, or maybe you know, will be abused by that beneficiary, the, the family member needing to say no, right, if they say no, that could certainly cause a lot of bad looks at the Christmas table you know, next year. And so there's a lot of, lot of things to think through you know, as far as what that can look like. But again, it is, you know, a trust can be drafted however the client wants it to be drafted you know, to meet the facts and meet the goals that they have. Perfect. Yeah. So 
that's one of the things that you can put a lot of different rules in place in order to set up in the trust landscape. And a will, you can't quite do that as much with a will or can you? you, or so, so, you so when you get down, when you get, it's, it's, it's a lot different on the front end, I'll call it, as far as, hey, you know, not administratively, but just say, hey, there's different structures that exist on the front end, right? When you put a trust in place now, you put a trust in place now, and you put stuff inside the trust. The day-to-day, -day, a lot of times, not gonna be any different than if you owned it still directly, but, you know, there's a trust now that owns your stuff. The will, you know, that doesn't kick in until you pass, right? right? Uh, but once you do pass away, typically they can both look the same. You know, okay. under a will, we can implement trust structures that have those same kind of guidelines that you think make sense, yeah. just like we can with the trust. It's just different how we get there, you know, through, we'll call it the administration now, the benefits we get now, as well as, you know, we'll talk about in other episodes, but avoidance of probate and all that. You know, again, probate's a necessity with the will. Probate, if we do what we're supposed to do, is not required with the trust. But once we get past that, once we get to actually trust being formed for kids and all that, they can look the same, you know, from a trust versus a will perspective. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, I think that's one of those things I would definitely consider for my future generations as far as, you know, what ifs and sure. answering some of the what if scenarios in that. So thank you for tuning in to Investment Insight today and we hope to see you next time.